Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The only podcast where we turn the cameras off so that we can teach you American Sign Language. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. LondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as nasogastric suction and appreciate you, post she ate you. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. Lennon, I think you're going to like what I've got prepared for you. Okay. Now, Halloween, Halloween's coming up, right? Yeah. It's right around the corner. Yeah. How many days? Can you do the math real quick? Uh, I think it's like 10 days or something. Or 12, t- 20, night. It's, it's October 23rd today. Okay. When I check my calendar. So it's, so okay, it's so, 90 so days. So 10 days from now. Okay. The 33rd. Right. Is Halloween. I, yes. And Dr. London, I have made one of the craziest and scariest Halloween quizzes, which monster are you, BuzzFeed style quiz. Oh, okay. And that's, and just to make sure you did fact check this one, because like some of your quizzes in the past, I felt like I looked him up later and I wasn't true at all. What is fact checking? Oh, I'm going to a source that might as well just be, you know pulled from nowhere pulled out of thin air oh i just trust this source i here's the facts for you dr london take the damn quiz okay yes okay i'm ready i think i'm ready all right dr london first question on our halloween quiz what monster are you buzzfeed style quiz Uh what is your scariest memory um so and this this was pretty spooky for me you and i were out camping Uh uh-huh and you we held you held a flashlight up to your face and you started telling a story and you said that the goat man was coming for us mm-hmm. and the goat man a hundred years ago today and then you said and he's right behind you okay so that's the scariest memory you have because I guess my memory differs a little bit. I do remember talking about the history of goat cheese and like how it's developed over centuries. Yeah. No, it's but terrifying. I don't... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that, oh. I, I get that. That was sort of your interpretation of it. And you said that it was behind me. Oh, and that would be what you're saying when I was like offering you a cracker, like the crackers are behind you. Get some, yeah. some of this goat cheese. It's pretty good. Yeah, you said like, oh, the charcuterie. And I'm like, ah! Oh my gosh, that is so scary. <laughs> Dr. London, what is the scariest noise you can think of? I'm sorry, and this, just to get the backtrack here, this is going to make us find out what monster I am? Is that? <laughs> yeah, which sort of Halloween style monster you Based are. Based on my fears, okay. Or, yeah, okay. it's like a BuzzFeed yeah, quiz. Yeah, sorry, sorry, what, what was the last question again? What's the scariest noise you can think of? Uh, I, I think rah. I was going to say boo, but it's rah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is pretty good. <laughs> Dr. Lynn, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen or seen the poster of? 
not i think i saw three seconds of the trailer for the human centipede okay yeah which i'm told is very spooktacular so that movie at least from the parts i've seen is actually fairly romantic it's not what i'm into in terms of you know my private life but like if you want to to snack on a certain yeah okay yeah, or like be intimate with your friends or partners. I don't. I didn't see the beginning of the movie or the end of the movie. I saw about ten minutes in okay, the middle. Yeah. And from what I understood, it's a polyamorous relationship. These, you've got a few people who are really close with each other, and they're sort of exploring their boundaries. Again, not my boundaries. Yeah. But it's, it's. But the movie it's, characters' yeah, boundaries. I guess it's really scary to me to to have this sort of openness to a polyamorous open relationship and become. Forge that kind of relationship with more than just one person. It's just right. scary to me. And the relationship, the relationship isn't the only thing that's open. You know what I mean? I okay. Well, I you you saw more than I did of the trailer because I. Doctor Lennon, the next question: Can you give me some pumpkin facts? Yeah. Okay. Good. I was hoping you'd ask this one. So pumpkins are full of seeds, and if you read, if you if you can get to the seeds, which <laughs> easier said than done. You can actually find between each seed is goop, goopy stuff. And it is the same color or close to the same color as the hard outside, which is orange. And, you know, just to serve you a taste of your own medicine a bit, this is fact checked? Well, so no, I didn't. Like, it's it's anecdotal. It's anecdotal. I, I heard from a friend. I haven't like. Huh interesting because the question was can you give me some pumpkin facts and yet you didn't need to consult some expert or something okay so you're allowed to do that i'm not all right okay well i'm not allowed to carve pumpkins is one of the major issues with like i can't you can play with as much goop as possible yeah you're not allowed to carve the pumpkins because i don't want you messing with the knives but i let you play with all the goop you can yeah but then it's like if i don't get to do the first part i the goop is Usually not the most fun part of the process, from what I understand. But just because you haven't figured out how to have fun with it doesn't mean it's not fun. Uh, okay, no, that's you're a right. You, that's, a, that's an imagination issue. Yeah. All right, and Dr. Lennon, the last question mm-hmm. is, witches, goblins, ghosts, or ghouls, are you any of these things? Because it would make the quiz a whole lot easier if you just were one of these things, because then I could just say that's what you are. Sorry. Like, if you're a witch or a ghost, witch. I could just be like, oh, you're a witch or a ghost. Witch, goblins, or ghouls. Okay, um... I don't, I, I, I wouldn't say that I personally identify as either of those, any of those. Okay. Based on my personal life experiences and my religious experiences, I, I wouldn't identify there. The okay, ghoul, think... ghoul maybe, ghoul maybe. I have had goulash before, so. Okay, Dr. Lennon, let me do the math here, here real quick. DJ Dylan, can you play some, like, um, science noises? To convey how much math I'm doing right now. Some bleeps and bloops. And Dr. Lennon, while I'm doing this, can you go ahead and count prime numbers starting from one? Yeah. One. There's got to be another. Uh, okay. Is it 49? Um, okay, let's backtrack a little bit. I think there was a... Carry the uh, prime. Carry the I guess like prime meaning like the alpha, the strongest the of them. Uh, I want to say, like, when you hit 35, you're pretty strong. Um, uh, but then after that, your body starts to kind of go downhill. Dr. London, 
the monster you are, the Halloween monster you are, is Garfield the Fat Orange Cat. Yes, okay. I, honestly, yes. So mean to Odie, so mean to Normal, and so mean to John. What a scary monster. Good job, Dr. London. All right, uh, Cameron, we have a sponsor today. Really? Yeah, yeah. So today's sponsor is Caldera Lab. Uh, first impressions matter, and, you know, you have to take care of your skin to make a great first impression. But, you know, Cameron's pointed out to me that it's not just your first impression that matters. One thing that people really seem to neglect is the last impression, which is the impression that someone has of you right before you croak or run away and hide. Yeah. And uh, I don't have as much experience with the, the croaking, but I have run away and hid quite a bit in my life. Right. And you want to leave people wowed when you do that. When they remember your face, they want to say, wow, this guy had great skin. He looked, they look so young. Yeah. For, for someone running away from me, that's very young. Because most people who run away statistically are old. Pretty old. Yeah, so, that's, that's why we have silver alerts. Yeah. For when old people go crazy. Yeah. So uh, Caldera Lab creates a high-performance men's skincare products, and the regiment leads off their product lineup. It's a twice-a-day routine to transform your skin. Uh, Caldera Lab knows the skincare world is heavily female-driven, and it's been difficult for men to navigate for a long time. So that's why they're making the solution simple. The regiment includes three products, the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. The clean slate starts and ends your day. This face wash leaves all types of skin refreshed. Um, the base layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence, which uh, running away takes confidence too. Yeah, people say it's cowardly. Like, okay, so a girl asked you for your phone number and you dropped everything that was in your hands and started running for the forest. Yeah, it's... To which I say, okay. Yeah, it's and like, I'd go even further... And say, like, I, if I were not confident about my running skills, I would have sat there and, like, I, well, I would have sat down, yeah, and then um, tried to think my way through it. But since I had the confidence in my skincare, I was able to say, uh, and then run away real fast. At a top speed. That's the thing people forget when they tell this story. It's at a top speed. Yeah, my top speed. So it's, like, pretty pretty low still speed like it's still better than your normal mile oh yeah oh please yeah like slightly slightly like both both are kind of more of a saunter than a run if we're really gonna break it down but yeah a light trot almost for sure uh so anyway the the good is your go-to multifunctional serum at night to help your skin look tighter and smoother as well as to help reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines that's full of antioxidants. It's great for, once again, preparing for that. Because usually you know this is coming. She's been eyeing you and, like, winking at you. And you're so scared. So the night before, you do prepare. Get this confidence going. Plant the seeds for tomorrow's confidence with the good. And Caldera Lab also has the Icon Eye Serum, which addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye. It's fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. And also, like, just the, the welling up of tears that that we've uh that you sometimes experience if a when terror happens yeah when a girl talks to you yeah so uh it's just like 
like it's all practical solutions to practical problems so uh it's caldera lab really leads the way in in helping you to stay looking younger looking great as you make your last impression um and dr london there's a common misconception that your last the last photograph of you is actually a photograph. That's not true, Dr. Linden. The last picture of you is the sketch that the police took down as they try to solve your disappearance. And when your family and friends, if you have those, or enemies or the girl who spoke to you, if these people are giving a description of you to detectives, you, you want them to say, well, he had damn nice skin. You want that sketch to be clear of blemishes. That's right. So Caldera Lab is leader in men's skincare made with only top-tier ingredients and clinical trials have found 94% of men's skin showed an overall younger-looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. Uh, one morning and night is all it takes to reduce your wrinkles, fine lines, and signs of aging. Uh, and just for our audience, we do have an exclusive offer. It's the best offer available anywhere. Use code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. That's 20% off with code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first and last impressions that lead to the charming words, you look younger, or that sketch of you looks younger. 20% off at calderalab.com with code JOCKDOC. All right, uh, so anyway, that was our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Digital in the House. tells me that we can expect a special guest that's right dr london yes i do look forward to that but before we move on i would like to address a bit of listener feedback so for a long time our listener demographic was primarily composed of fencers who were you know neighborhood bros who just love to build and gaze at fences but in our efforts to cater to them we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast so we made a video response to a comment on tiktok that had claimed that not everyone should have a podcast. And our response video got some feedback of its own that we want to address here. So the feedback to, to our feedback response video was from user uh, Unify, and they said, quote, sign language podcast, no camera, end quote. You know, good idea. Yeah. I, I get, for, for one thing, I guess for one thing to start out, Thank you so much for responding with this feedback. This helps us figure out how to tweak our podcast just a little bit. Yeah. Because we and, and so we're gonna go ahead and do some we're gonna go ahead and turn our cameras off. Sorry, Patreon users, and we're just gonna go ahead and do some sign language for the next five seconds. And then you can loop that for however long you want and get as long as a podcast episode as you can imagine, honestly. You can make a ten hour episode. It's sort of like AI. Okay, and, ready? Yeah, Cameron, I've been practicing this a lot. So most of the sign language on my end does come from the Doctor Strange movies. 
So it's a lot of um, just kind of trying to make a magic thing happen with my hands. Yeah. Po- poking out different angles. And most of my sign language is considered sort of offensive gestures um, in other languages and also my language. Yeah, I'd say I'd English say on, and sign language. It's it's offensive in sign language as well. Yeah, I, I would would have said on the streets, but it is on the sidewalks as well that that you really get some pushback. It's and even in the buildings. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, five. I hope, hope this helps. Oh, Let's yes. go. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. All right, DJ Dylan, thank you. And so <laughs> well, all you got to do, just cut that part. Imagine us doing sign language. And and you got it. You got it. We yeah, love we're... to change the content of our podcast to appease you, listener. Yes. Thank you so much once again to Unify. Um, and anyway, uh, so thank you. Thank you once again. Now for today's medical topic, carpal tunnel or median nerve neuropathy. You may have heard of this as carpal tunnel syndrome, which occurs when the median nerve is compressed as it travels through the wrist beneath a band of ligaments that form the titular carpal tunnel. Carpal tunnel or median nerve neuropathy is characterized by thenar wasting, which is a wasting of the muscles in the palms of the hand, and pain and numbness in the first three fingers. And when we count fingers, we start with a thumb. So that means that uh, patients with carpal tunnel neuropathy have pain and numbness in the thumb, index, and middle fingers. Those are the first three fingers. Yeah, makes sense. I got, I got, I got carpal tunnel initially when um, I was writing my novel, which I assume you've read, Doctor London, right? You did. I gave you a copy. Okay, I must have read the wrong thing because what I read was a novella. Okay, so you just picked up something else other than the thing I handed you. What? And it was a different I, length? From from reading it, it was ri- strong. It was giving novella. Like, I get that you were trying for a novel, but I, I honestly, like, it really felt like novella. Oh, okay. So that's your criticism. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, just formatting what, yeah. Like, it was really. You're not just seeking some sort of reason to get mad and to criticize just because maybe, like, the main villain in the book was sort of based on a doctor I know, and maybe you're a little tiffed at that. Well, I mean, uh, like, like pretty, pretty small book is, is all I'm saying. Pretty, pretty small thinking, you know? Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Maybe you could have reached a little further is all, but, uh, patients with carpal tunnel neuropathy are typically typists or novelists, novelists, uh, carpenters and others who work with their hands. Uh, treatment is with pregabalin or gabapentin, tricyclic antidepressants, and most seizure medications may also be effective. There's also a surgical option known as carpal tunnel release, in which the surgeon cuts through some of that ligamentous carpal tunnel. Okay, so to you, in your mind, the difference between a novel and novella isn't just length, it's just sort of vibe? Well, like... If you read... And the vibe is off just because the main villain in the book, Dr. Lorman Smoth. Right. It's completely inaudible. You can't understand what he's saying. And the, the characters in the book can't understand what he's saying because in my head, it sounds like this. Which that's what I hear when you talk. Yeah. No, I, I'm aware. You've sent me... Your own mixed recordings of how you perceive 
my speech long before this book. So like maybe part maybe part of why I thought it was kind of novella is uh it didn't really sound new to me. It sounded like you were just building on an old concept, an old idea, and maybe it's time to reach out and not try to pick fights with me via your literary career. And yes, did I send it on to my editors, my publishers, and they loved it? Sure. Did I tell them, don't mention that to him? Yes. Because once again, I'm trying to teach you a lesson here. Okay. Oh, wait. Did you just publish my book as your own book? Because you did give me a copy of your new book, and I am going to be honest, I did not touch it. I haven't read it at all. Wow. All right, uh, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? That's right, Dr. London. We have one of the coolest guests that we've ever had on this show. Wow. Okay. That's... <laughs> yeah, okay, guest, because I'm, I'm a regular. I see what you... Okay. Uh, well, hello there. My name is Dr. LondonSmith.com. This is our producer, Cameron. Uh, what was your name? My name is Jimmy Johnny Smith. Okay. Is that... Are you at all related to the Jimmy... Johns of the world? Yes. By any chance? I am. Okay. I knew I okay, I knew I smelled I don't I didn't know if it was sandwich, but I knew I smelled something like the deli. That is wet lettuce. You are smelling. Okay. Oh yeah, the easiest to identify smell. <laughs> wet lettuce. Wait, no, I gotta ask, your last name is Smith? Yes. Okay, well, Dr. London, I mean, your last name is Smith. Oh my god, there's another Smith. Well, just, Dr. London, you at the beginning of every show mentioned that, you know, your name is drlondonsmith.com. Now we bring on another Smith who's not a .com. I'm wondering, is there some sort of family split? Is this some sort of, is there some turmoil going on here? Yeah, I didn't want to bring up the blood feud, but do we, Jimmy? Mr. Smith, do you want to bring up the blood feud? Not particularly. It brings out bad memories. Okay, yeah. It sounds like none of us want to bring it up, Cameron. Okay, okay. We don't have to talk about it. But if I had to bring up the blood feud of this family, I could tell you this. We were once equals in a .gov situation, and someone thought that they were bigger and higher, mightier than .gov, and they went full Dot com. Oh wow! But that's just a hypothetical. And who did Doctor Nolan? And who did that? Like your great grandfather or something? I think I did. I'm trying to remember uh, how far back this. I feel like this was a couple of weeks back. Um, we got, yeah, we we had a small island nation, and like it was kind of a Labor Day weekend thing. Uh, so yeah, I guess a few weeks back, and then. Um, had there's a bit of an overthrow situation a, a little bit of a violent coup and uh anyway so that's how i lost um i briefly had the family under a dot gov and then uh yeah reverted back to i lost .com. both my eyes that day yeah well it's that seemed like the really the fastest way both of my eyes dr london you didn't tell me it was both eyes well Okay, I guess I'll tell... Are you laughing at me? I'll tell you that the first thing that I said back then, and that I think is bears saying again... Where, I remember. 
where did you see them last? If you lost them. Is that supposed to be a joke? Is that supposed to be a funny? Because I'm not laughing. I've never heard Dr. Lennon like tell a joke. This isn't a comedy podcast or anything like that. So I wouldn't, you know. What would you categorize that, Cameron? Would you call that smart Alec? Well, Cameron, when you've lost stuff, don't I say that to you too? Yeah, I, I, I think that's, I would call that a question that is waiting for an answer. Where'd you last see your eyes? Both being comedians. You both think you're funny, don't you? Well, I'll play along with this game. The last time I saw my eyes was staring down dot com's eyes. One final moment before they brought out the family style barbecue from Jim and Nick's. Yeah, okay. And was it that hard, like, to to just say when you saw him? So we know where to. Look, so is, is that a barbecue place? Um, and I guess like check there, uh, and that, you know, I like I, I just feel like you're kind of putting a lot on me, um, and you're the one who lost your eyes. So well, I mean, Doctor Lennon, it sounds like you were spearheading this sort of initiative that ended up with the loss of his eyes. This whole like rebellion of Gov to establish your own dot com sort of family sub family. Okay. Oh, is is drlondonsmith.com, is it like smith-dot-com? Like smith-dot-com? Uh, huh. You know, I never checked the verse. It's one of these things where, like, I never had to learn to write it out. Uh, yeah. But, like, it always takes me to a website, if that answers the question. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. That answers my question. <laughs> okay, good. Because, yeah, I, I mean, the doctor handwriting, I can't read it. Oh, so. gosh. These days? Yeah. In 2023? Oh. Yeah. When it, when it finally got bad, yeah, handwriting-wise. Uh, so, Jimmy. Um, yes, I'm here still. I, I can't help but feel like maybe there's, I don't want to say bad blood, uh, because everyone's going to think, oh, he's a Swifty. <laughs> but um, I do feel like there's a bit of tension between us here. And so I just want to say, if there's anything that you think that I did wrong, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Oh, wow. That was really big of you, Dr. London. Um, yeah. Uh, so what, uh, what brings you here today? Johnny? I'm just going to take a moment here and just take that last line in. Okay. Why I am here. Because I've received new eyes. Okay, so all this trouble and you got new ones. Like, this whole rigmarole and you already had new- Rigmarole, you say? Well, rigmarole, my cousin. Here I am with a quandary. Do you think it would be fair for you to cover the bill of my surgery? Oh, I like I don't know if my uh, insurance covers that. Well, what First of all, what kind of surgery was it? Uh who who did the surgery cuz like if they're at a network like I could have done the surgery, I wouldn't have done. It. Okay. 
I wouldn't have done the surgery, but... Dr. Otto Octa Octa Otto was his name, and he scooped out my eyeballs with a carapaniter and then filled my sockets with goop. The goop settled into my sockets for a good nine hours before he implanted these brand new eyes coming off of a man from death row at Sing Sing in New York City. And I haven't been the same since. Right. It makes me kind of actually worried about the guy on death row. Um, Because, like, there are a lot of... He is no longer with us. That's that's a real tragedy of the story, I guess, huh? Because, like, a lot of those people are innocent, they later find out. So, um... I've come to warn everybody. These eyes, they have a power. Oh, boy. Uh, is it? Is it the power yeah, of sight? Because if that's the answer, I can already do that. Yo, the power of sight, Cameron, and beyond. You know Bed Bath & Beyond? I've heard of it, yeah. Well, these eyes are from the beyond. That's why they... Yeah. That's why they click. Wow. I have seen a vision of the future. What is it? Global thermonuclear war is upon us. That seems fine. Well, no, no. Hey, can't, no, that's not fine. We, we have to stop saying that that's fine. I, I'm actually against that. What, war? Are you serious? You just, you're fine with that, Cameron? Well, here, man. Are, are you guys anti-war? I'm, well, I'm definitely anti-thermonuclear war. I'm not anti-war. I am anti-thermonuclear war. You guys are anti-thermonuclear war, uh, really? In this day well, and age. I feel like he's really peer pressuring us here. I'm just, you guys are going to get canceled. I'm just saying. I, honestly, cousin, I don't know how you can stand yeah, I, working with someone like this. I kind of feel bad for you, quite frankly. Well, here, well, now what it has, it has me really second guessing myself because like, if this is just a family, you know how some families just have a thing that they think is normal until they talk to other people outside of the family. I'm wondering if our position of being anti-thermonuclear war is like, oh, that's a Smith thing. Or that's a .gov thing, you know? Are you guys, like, pro, like, not, like, having radiation poisoning? Absolutely! That's crazy to me, okay? Who wants radiation poisoning? It's continuous vomiting! What, what, this thermonuclear war that we're talking about, what, what's the issue exactly? Are you here to stop it or to, like, speed it up and, and... Are you an accelerationist? I am here. I am here to prevent thermonuclear war with with what I know. And what I know is this. There is a, a secret deeper than the president's butt. There is a secret in this country that has been buried for 200 plus years. We're, and we're still... Just to clarify. What I'm about to tell you is going to shake the foundations of America. To clarify, we were talking about President Biden, right? Is that, is that who's the current president right now? There, there, there's been some contention on who's... Are you sure? Because uh, from what I've heard, it's, it's actually Trump in disguise as Biden. Yeah, there's been contention from some sides about who it is. Dr. London has declared himself president of, what do you call it, the free land of Mr. Smith? 
Uh, you, you said you renamed the United States. Yeah, well, because at, at a certain point during our island campaign, we were going to annex the states as well. Yeah. Uh, well, I tried. It turns out, like, they have a lot of rules. Like, a- America has so many rules about taking over them. Well, in this this new America, there won't be any rules because there won't be an America. Okay, yeah, borders. Borders just exist on a map, you know what I mean? Let's open these up. We're all together. We're all humans. It first starts with the opening of the borders. The wall is finished by 2026, but is destroyed six months after its erection. And the worst part is that vampires... Vampire movies are coming back, or vampires? Because that, please don't scare me with that idea. Because vampire movies, like they did have a good run. Obviously, you know we all. Have Look, I'm just Twilight telling movies. you that what I saw in my vision were a bunch of screaming faces and fangs. Now you can do the math all you want, but that could mean absolutely anything. I trust my mm. gut. Okay. And believe vampires. I feel that. Now that I know that you're trusting your gut, I'm definitely more understanding and on board. See, what came to my mind was, like, sometimes whenever you are either about to have surgery or after surgery, you'll be sitting in the office watching stuff, just they'll have something on, and maybe were the Twilight movies on, maybe were there advertisements also for Oppenheimer on, which was a movie about... You see, the vampire is released from an ancient artifact that is buried beneath the border wall between Mexico and Texas. And it is at that moment somebody drops blood onto the artifact and it awakens an ancient spirit that inhabits every soul in that area and engulfs them into a darkness, a darkness known as Vampiro. So, since the wall isn't built yet, can we just go dig this thing up and either sell it or become vampires ourselves? Or well, I don't, I don't know where, I don't know where it is. I just know it's on the border between Mexico and Texas. I mean, yeah, we could, we could dig there. We'll start there and then move to the border of maybe Mexico and Arizona, and then maybe for fun, we'll do Washington and Canada. See, my guess is. Try to figure out which part of the wall you think it would be in the future that would explode and just explode that part of the wall. Like, we should just just go down. I have a guy who does demolition work for the movie industry, special effects, and he can get us a great deal on TNT. Well, I mean, are you wanting to actually blow something up or just CGI it? Because if it's CGI, he'll be able to help. But I don't know how effective that is. See, I don't believe in the fix it in post motto. It's just not my bag. Oh, you don't believe that that's real, that anyone does that? You're a CGI denier. I've heard about these types. I get it. I understand. Hey, we like practical. We like matted backgrounds. We like key framing. We like stop motion, but we do not need any more CGI. So one, so just to backtrack a little bit to the point, you said drops of blood fell on it. Someone dropped blood onto it, and that's what activated the whole thing. So I'd say, what if we just put out a PSA? Hey, don't drop blood around the wall. Problem solved. That might work. Oh, you're put yeah, up signs yeah, yeah. even. Just like, 
Like you should like blood in your body, like a picture of a hand that's tripping, like you know, uh, little red droplets, and it just says no blood, and like a little Ghostbuster yeah. sign around it, no yeah, blood. Ghostbuster sign, I'll clarify. Maybe hand out like little, maybe hand out like little plastic bags or something that they could put any sort of you know, put their hand in there if that's what's bleeding or whatever. Yeah, and, and you know what? I and I, this is going to be a little bit progressive of me, but I think we should put it in both Spanish and English. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Just you can grab a wider market that way. Yeah, well, and like if I'm being honest here, I don't even see this as a marketing thing. I think I see it more as just a public health, you know, prevention situation. Yeah. Simple. Okay. And then I, I think that's it. Yeah. I think we got it. All right. Yeah. So um, I, I feel like that's about it. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Jimmy Johnny Smith. Um, you know, great to have family on. It's been a while since I had a family member on. I think the last one might have been my mother or cousin. No, Cameron's good. My mother might have been the last one. So good to have another of my family on here. Um, is there anyone you'd like to shout out? Any friend of yours you'd like to promote? Yes, I would like to say to BethanyStrong.org, I'm waiting for you at Perk Coffee House for that special meet cute. Okay, and just to make sure, that isn't addressed to Cameron. Because like, this is how people flirt with Cameron usually. They give him a website. Yeah. Coordinates. Uh, yeah. Is Cameron's name Bethany Strong? Not legally, but that's what most people call me. Well, that's quite a coincidence, but if you do show up, I'll get you a mochaccino. I don't really want that. I mean, can you, can you give me a scone? That's all I'm okay. offering. Damn it. I'm a very particular person for meat cutes. All right. And uh, do they have any uh, Instagram handles or Twitter, any of that? Yes, uh, soul crushing eyeballs. Dot forty nine is my handle on Instagram. All right, so uh, everyone um, listening, go ahead and check out the soul crushing eyeballs. Dot forty nine, and uh, thank you once again to uh, Jimmy Johnny Smith. Uh, thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital on the Host. There's a secret to this country that has been buried for two hundred plus years. is going to shake the foundations of America. You see, the vampire is released from an ancient artifact that has buried beneath the border wall between Mexico and Texas. And it is at that moment somebody drops blood onto the artifact and awakens an ancient spirit every soul in that area and engulfs them into the darkness.